welcome everyone to today's um, broadcast and uh, thank you very much for joining us today and um, I pray that God has been a blessing to you and uh, and that he's brought you and your entire family into this this fresh week now the message the Lord has placed upon my heart is about restoration and um, and he is the simple truth is that God wants to restore you. Now, from where does the idea of restoration come? Now, restoration comes when we have experienced loss. Restoration is more of a composition. Um, It is more of uh, putting back that which was and but which was lost so then the lord uh, uh, gives it back to you so uh, let me just explain to you how uh, uh, restoration works and um, i want to explain it from an insurance point is that when you take out an insurance let's say you take out a motor vehicle insurance and it's comprehensive what they promise you is that should there be an accident and uh, this vehicle is completely destroyed now, if you are on a, on, a, on, a, on a comprehensive package, the insurance company always promises you that uh, we will give you a brand new car in this one's place, depending really on the terms of the insurance uh, contract that you've signed with them. Now, ordinarily, that is what's supposed to happen because that is what they call uh, comprehensive insurance. So they restore to the original state. Now, I want you to know something today is that if you are truly a believer then you must have experienced some kind of loss somewhere somehow and why do i say you must have experienced some kind of loss is because the, the moment you give your life to christ now of course there are those that now i'm focusing on believers not because other people haven't gone through uh, loss yes they have gone through loss but why I am choosing to focus on the believer because the, the restoration is a promise to us who are believers. That's the reason why I'm focusing entirely on the believer. Now, when you become born again, you become a target for the devil. You instantly become a target. You, your family, and everything about you. Now, which takes us to John 10.10. 10. John 10.10 10 says, And Jesus said, And the thief cometh not but to kill, to steal, and to destroy. But I have come that they may have life, and life more abundantly. So, but, so he's showing us what the devil came to do, which is to kill, to steal, and to destroy. Then he's showing you what he has come to do. Now, in, in other words, Two clear things that you must take out from this particular scripture is that destruction is of Satan, but restoration is of the Lord. So the entire idea of restoration entirely comes from John 10. It says, I want to read that for you carefully. If you have your Bible, just read with me, John 10. 10. I've just, I've just given it to you, but let me just read it for you. And um, and it says, 
the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. The abundant life is from the Lord. The abundant life is from Jesus Christ. But, but let me just explain to you what is the locust before we go any further. Now, locust, if, you, if, you've, been, if, you, if you've been following news, uh, is that locust attacked um, East Africa and uh, coming all the way down from that side of Ethiopia and then they came and said it was a Turkana area in Kenya then came into Uganda uh, towards the Karamoja area and then they came into Teso. Now, for the people that will tell you that saw them and for what we saw on TV is that they attack in thousands. A locust never comes alone. Now, they attack in thousands. When they land on a tree, they strip it bare. Now, you would think that no leaf has ever existed on that tree. And it's just in a matter of seconds because they are like eating machines. They, they can devour green vegetation in an area of over 500, 500 meters in a matter of seconds because they're in millions, hundreds of thousands, they're in millions. So when they descend upon the vegetation, they will sweep it bare. And meanwhile, as they're doing that, they're giving birth. So, so locusts are, are just very, very destructive. Now, that is from a natural point. Now, you look at it now from a spiritual point. Is that from the moment you get born again, you become a target of Satan. I'm telling you is that you become a target. Now, Satan begins to look for every area of weakness, every loophole, so he can bring you down. Then he descends on you like a locust. Then he devours you completely. Now, that's why I said that almost every one of us, if you're a believer, because you become a target, that you have experienced some kind of loss somewhere. Now, I'm talking about loss that you cannot even quantify because it is so unprecedented, it is so massive that it just troubles you. You know, the kind of loss that makes you question Am I really a born again? Is the Lord really there? Now, I will break down for you because I'm going to be dealing with this this entire week. I, I want to break down for you how locusts have destroyed and devoured people's families. Now, when I break that down for you, you will understand. But then also, I will share with you what is the origin of the locusts and what gives the locusts the power to come and devour your life and your family. And I, I will say this to you. Is that the Bible says in John 10, 10 is that the thief comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy. But I want you to understand that, that, that Satan does not come into our lives except if there is an open door that directly invites him to come into our lives. And on what is that direct door? Now that direct open door is disobedience unto the Lord. Now, I'll, I'll say to you how the things work. 
When you obey the Lord, if you study the scriptures, God gave, spoke about blessings that come as a result of obedience. But then he speaks about the, the, the curses that come as a result of disobedience. Now, the blessings that come as a result of obedience directly flow from the throne of the Lord. But the curses that come as a result of disobedience, that directly becomes the hand, the destructive hand of Satan. John 10.10, 10, to kill, to steal, and to destroy. But what happens now is that when, when you are walking and living in sin, now I'll break that down for you in the coming weeks, is that what, that, what happens is that any unrepented sin gives Satan a legal right to come into your life. Now, 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 this is where our foundations get so messed up. Now, but you see, Satan is not just interested in you as an individual. He is interested in an entire generation. He is focusing on your children, your great-grandchildren. Why? So, so he, he puts you in a position where you make grave mistakes. And when I say grave mistakes, I, I don't mean just mere sin. I mean grave mistakes that cause you to enter into things like covenants, blood covenants, spilling of blood, going into things like occult, going into things like witchcraft, high-level witchcraft. Now, when you do that, what you're really doing is that you are entering into a deeper covenant with Satan. Now, you become so bound, but now you open up your life you open the door for Satan to come and have a legal right, a legal right over your family. And not just your family, but for generations to come. So now you wonder, why are we suffering reproach? Why does it seem like the locust doesn't seem to go away? And, and it's, it's you just because you've just not looked in your foundation. But that's exactly what the problem is. So now you've got people today who are suffering from issues to do with the consequences of locusts being in their lives and they're powerless about it and they're born again and you prayed every other prayer that you know and the abundant life which Christ spoke about it is not manifested in your life. Now you, you prayed fire prayers and it's not worked out. You've taken out fast and it's not worked out. Now you, you've done everything literally possible that you know how to do but then it's just never worked out. So when the Lord speaks and says and I will restore unto you Everything that the Lord has stolen from you. It is important that before we talk about restoration, we must talk about the disintegration process. How did you arrive to the place that you arrived? Because until we know how you got where you got, it becomes difficult for you to appreciate God's restoring hand. And, and God's restoring hand only comes when all procedures have been followed. So my question to you would be, is that what have you lost? Now, it's not the issue of loss which is important, okay? But why did you lose? So why is the locust there? Now, I'll explain to you how the locust manifests. Is that to some people, it manifests as death. Almost the burying people in their family, constantly. Every year, there's a family I know, is that almost in party, almost every year, they are burying three relatives. Almost every year, three relatives. Relatives. Now, the spirit of death just does not leave the family. Then there are families which just cannot seem to get out of accidents. Is that the cycle of accidents just does not cease. Now, other families is that they don't seem to come out of the cycle of poverty. The other families cannot seem to get out of debt. Other families cannot seem to get out of wrongful accusation. Other families cannot seem to just get married. I'm telling you, 
the locusts manifest in ways you don't know. Now, you see here the thing about the locusts is that it doesn't attack one person. Remember, the locust does not attack one person because they are locusts. They are a swarm. They will attack the entire institution called the family. It attacks almost everybody. So what your family, one member is going through, almost everybody else is going through it. Why? Because that is how the locust is designed to work. The locusts don't just descend on one man. They descend on almost everybody. And I'm telling you is that you don't just pray the locust away. That's the thing. It's not just something you're going to pray away. The locust needs to understand why is the locust there. Uh, and after you've determined why, because I'll tell you this, is that the locust cannot go to a, a, a tree which is bare or which is dry. There's nothing to devour there. The locust cannot be found in just in the desert where there's only sand. Why? Because there's nothing to eat there. It's dead. It's a dead end. The locust can only go where there is something to destroy, where there is something to devour. Now, the Lord was very, he's been very good to us. In John 8, 24, the Lord says, he says, and you will know the truth. The truth will set you free. Because if you don't know the truth, I'll, I'll just read that for you. If you don't know the truth, how will you be set free? It is impossible for you to be set free except if you know the truth. Let me just read that for you. John, John chapter 8, verse 32, it says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. John 8, 32, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. So, key to coming out of the locust trap and walk in, walking into God's promise of restoration. Now, you may be saying, but, but where is that promise of the Lord for restoration? I, I'll give it to you. Is that it's in Joel chapter 2 and verses 25. Joel 2, 25. And the Lord says, So I will restore to you the years that the swarming locust has eaten, the crawling locust, the consuming locust, the chewing locust, my great army which I sent among you. And you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God who has dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never be put to shame. Now that is Joel 2 from 25. To 26. Now, here the Lord is making a wonderful promise to you. He says, I will restore unto you everything the locust has eaten. Now, he's restoring, including the years. I, I know you're asking right now, is it possible to restore the years? Of course, yes, it's here in God's word. I mean, is it possible to restore to you your 10 years that you've, you've lost? I want you to know it is God's word against your word. He says, I will restore. But before you can get to the restoration process, it is important to understand how did the locust come into your life? And why is the locust still there? Because the locust cannot just be there because it wants to be there. If the locust is there, it has a legal right to be there. And you know the thing about the locust is that it will strike again and again and again 
and again and again and again until you are completely destroyed. That's what John 10, 10 says. The thief comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy. But you see, the destruction is complete destruction. Now, while you're still recovering from problem A, they tell you that there's a problem in sector B. While you're recovering from problem B, there's a problem in C. While you're recovering from C, there's a problem in D. It just becomes a cycle of problems that just do not seem to end. But the good news is this. That's not the bad part. The good news is this. Let me tell you, that's the bad part. But, but the good news is that the Lord has promised us the abundant life. But I want you to understand that your restoration is part of the abundant life that Jesus talks about. He says, I have come that you may have life and life more abundantly. Now, that is how John 10, 10 ends. It begins with a warning, telling us what the thief comes to do. But then it ends with hope, showing us what our Lord Jesus Christ came to do for us. Now, that's why I began by saying that almost everyone has experienced some kind of loss. I have no idea what kind of loss you're facing right now. Yours could be happening at such an unprecedented level and you even don't know how you're going to react to that. I mean, you could just maybe you're not keeping a job and you've never kept a job for the past so many years. But listen, the job is just part of it. If you just look at your entire family, if you look very deeply, is that you probably lose much more than just you losing a job. The job is just as part of it. The, the family that I know is that they just never come out of the cycle of sickness. Now you find that an entire family has got diabetes. I, I've talked to you about a family that I met years ago in South Sudan where all the siblings were crippled. All of them. Two were in Juba and I think three, no, I think three were in Juba and I think two were in Canada. But all of them were crippled. All of them were crippled. They get crippled at a certain age. If that is not a locust, I don't know what it is. Now, then the other families, they just never grow old. The moment they clock 40, that's it. They begin to die, either 40 or 45. Now, there's a certain age where everybody just cannot pass. Then other families is that the level of illiteracy is, is mind-boggling. So you, you find a whole family of almost 150 people, a generation of 150 people, and all those guys... They're not educated. I'm telling you, you have a, an entire bunch of, of people from the mother, grandfather, great-grandfather, uh, uh, fathers, children, sons, grandchildren, and all of them are completely illiterate. Completely illiterate. None of them has stepped into a school. Now, then the poverty that follows, because they, they have not exposed the, the level of destruction the level of ignorance. So let me tell you, I, I don't know what is family, happening in your family, but I know that you can also, if you really come from a greater African family, is that you must understand that there may have been a devouring hand of a locust. Well, if it has not happened yet, if it is happening, or oh, maybe it happened years ago and you did not know. But I want you to know that almost every African family somehow has experienced the devouring hand of the locusts. And, and that is simply because of our background. How the background and the foundation of our families are built on what 
foundation is your family built. So our fam your family cannot be built on a foundation, for instance, of blood. And then you're expecting that there will be no bloodshed going forward in the future simply because you got born again. No, it doesn't work like that. Is that when you know the truth, the truth will set you free. So what is your job? Your responsibility is to discover what is destroying our foundation. How was our foundation destroyed that is giving Satan the power to come into my family to destroy it? Because if you are experiencing some kind of loss, it is not God's will that you should be in pain. It is not God's will that you should bury your children. The parents should even be burying their children. It's never been God's plan. It's, it's not God's plan that, that your people should die young at 40, 45. That's extremely young. It's not God's will that the entire family has diabetes or some kind of disease. It's not God's will that people, your children are suffering at home together with you and there's no food in your house. That will make God mean. He is a loving God. He sent Christ so that he could die, so that you could have the abundant life that he's talking about. But you see, it's not his will that you could be, you should be in pain, in suffering, in shame, in the current state that you're in right now. First of all, that truth must be established in you. That is not God's purpose for you to go through the things you're going through right now. But you see, if you're going through them right now, you're, what you're experiencing is that you're really experiencing a direct attack of locusts manifesting and happening in every area of your life. And I want you to understand that locusts don't just go away because you prayed. Locusts can only be dealt with after you know the truth. When a roof is leaking, you don't pray it to be closed. You get up, you go to the roof, and you close it. Only then will you stop the leakage in the house. If you leave that leakage, I want you to know it's only a matter of time. The entire roof will be destroyed, so will the wall, so will be the house. Why? All because you ignored a small crack, a small crack in the roof. Now, it doesn't take you to have, it doesn't take a big metal to enter your tire for you to get a flat tire. It is always a little pin or a little nail that you ignore to pull out. Eventually, all of the pressure is out. Now, you need to understand that when Satan destroys a family, he will be very systematic and very, very organized about it. You know, we, have a, we sort of have a wrong picture about Satan. We look at him as some ugly, dirty guy that does not seem to know what he's doing. But you need to understand that Satan is older than humankind. And, and his agenda to kill, to steal, and to destroy is older than humankind is that he's had a plan to destroy you long before the Lord ever made you because you are aligned to the Lord Jesus Christ. You become a direct enemy of his. So it is his life's mission to destroy you. Now, unlike you, your life is limited. Satan has enjoyed the privilege of being here for hundreds of years until his time comes. God has appointed a time to destroy him. So don't underestimate what Satan will do because Satan will carefully destroy you. He has perfected and mastered the art of destroying children of God. But we've been so ignorant by thinking that we can just pray everything away. We think that prayer is in the equation of fixing every problem we have. Let me tell you, the Bible says you will know the truth. You can only be set free. John 8, 32, you can only be set free after you have known the truth. Let me give an example of the truth. Is that when you are experiencing if you have a headache, 
you don't conclude that you are sick. So what do you do? You go for medical examination. And why do you go for medical examination? Because you want to establish, why do I have a headache? Now, when you are told why you have a headache, then you will also be told what you need to do to get rid of the headache. Now, this is exactly what I'll be talking to you about this whole week, is that now the Lord has promised to restore you. But there's a process and there's a path to restoration. And I will show it to you according to his word, so that you know that you actually will get restored. And, and that, that now the entire process of you being restored, by the time the restoration comes, it means you have actually gone through an entire deliverance process. Now, deliverance, I know people think that when they talk about deliverance, people think that deliverance is about um, uh, the, the process of casting out demons and, and then a person is screaming and yelling and rolling on the floor and, and foaming on the mouth and all that. That's the casting out of demons. It does not necessarily mean the entire process of deliverance. Because for you to be delivered, the deliverance process starts with you knowing the truth. And until you have known the truth, there is absolutely no way that you will be set free. So, now, so yes, God wants to restore you. It's important for you to have that knowledge that God does actually want to restore you. But you yourself need to look very deep into your life. Shine the light upon you. Turn the torch, not forward. Look into yourself and, and look into the areas of your life. Which areas have been affected the most? Which areas of your life have disintegrated? Because, child of God, you can't keep walking and living your life like everything is okay. That one, it, it is like you pulling an ostrich move. You know what ostriches do? Is that an ostrich, when it sees danger, well, it can choose to bury its head in the sun and say, oh, well, I've hidden. But you see, how big is the ostrich's head? It's smaller than your fist. If you clutch your fist, your fist is bigger than the head of an ostrich. But have you seen the size of the body? I bet your entire family, if they cooked it for you, you won't eat it. Because of how massive it is. It weighs hundreds of pounds. Now, you think about that. So, don't be ignorant to your own problems. Don't, don't say, well, I've been saved by grace. I've been redeemed by grace. For me, I'm, I'm moving on. Yeah, but every believer has been saved by grace. But what makes us different is that we are all coming from somewhere. Your family is different. Your history is different. Your foundation is different. We are all born again. Your foundation is different. The things you're dealing with, you will not wish them away. You will not pray them away. You will not laugh them away. There is a systematic process for you to get out of that process, out of that place where you are, out of that place where your feet are stuck into the promises of the Lord of restoration. So when the Lord says, I will restore you, he means he will restore you. But why do you have to go through the process of knowing and discovering the truth? It's so that you do not find yourself in the same situation again. I believe in prayer. I'm telling you, is that every time we children of God pray, God, our Lord in heaven, he acts. He's a merciful God. His love endures forever. And then every time we enter and seek his presence and seek his person, God is kind enough. He's gracious. He remembers us. He forgives our sin. And then he answers according to what we have asked him because he has bound himself to his word that when we ask in his name, John 14, 14, that he will give to us anything. But remember that God answering you does not mean the locust has gone. 
So, in other words, it doesn't stop you from planting seed. Yeah, the seed will still grow, but if you have never dealt with the weed, the weed will still come out. So, if you have not dealt successfully with the locust, is that the locust will still come back. So, in other words, let me give you an example. Is that if you don't deal with the locust that have been stealing the previous jobs, yes, you get a job today, and then you lose it, and then you pray, fast, do everything, go on a mountain, spend a couple of days and get a community of people to pray with you, to intercede with you in the name of the Lord, proclaim the word of the Lord, live a righteous life for that particular period. But the moment that job comes, you don't really live to enjoy it. Everything will seem good for a while, maybe six months, then things begin to disintegrate yet again, and then you lose a job, and you lose it for no reason at all. The most brilliant people I know are at home, not because they want, not because they could not keep their jobs, not because they, they don't love what they're doing, but for one good, for one reason. It is because the locust is there. They never dealt with what took the previous job. They never dealt with all the things. So, in other words, things just keep disintegrating. So, uh, our time is up. I'll end here. And um, I have only begun. This is what I want you to know. The Lord's promise. He says, I will restore to you the years the swarming locusts have eaten. Now, if God can restore to you the years, I mean time, then he can replace everything affected within that time frame. You take God's word in Joel 2, 25 to 26, and believe it in your heart. Then now begin to prayerfully ponder in your heart, what is it that God can replace? But most importantly, John 8, 32 says, and you will know the truth. The truth will set you free. So your question should be, what truth am I missing? What is it that I don't know? What is it that I'm missing that is so important to this equation so that I can be set free? May God bless you and your entire family and keep you. I will speak to you tomorrow again. Bye and we love you.